This is Financially Tuned with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Bill Altman to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Good morning and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group and my wonderful co-host who's been absent the last two weeks, but that's okay, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, welcome again to the show. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Uh, Had a great week. Uh, Just been really enjoying, you know, our fall weather and hanging out here with you on the show. It's the highlight of my week, of course. You know that, Bill. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's I love it, Tony. And thank you for that uh, for that uh, comment there. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. Well, it is. It is. How about you? Have you been busy? I think you've been very busy, haven't you? Craziness. But I I love it. You know, and that's uh, that's where I that's where I do my best work is when there is just a lot of stuff going on and there's pressure. So I work very, very well under that. And and uh, so it's fun. You know, I'm having a good time. Medicare season's as busy as ever. We've had Bill Kaiser on the last two weeks and yep. uh, Bill runs that whole Medicare side for us here at the office. And it's a very, very busy time. We have this uh, annual election period where you're able to, you know, openly switch from one plan to the next in, in many cases and um, to a plan that may better suit you. Um, so that time is coming to an end, though, soon. You know, there's some time left, of course, but up until December 7th. So the window is October 15th to December 7th, where you can change your Medicare plan each and every year. So folks, I just want to remind everybody, make sure you're in the right plan for yourself. And I, I will say this, Tony, Bill did a pretty good job being the, oh, my co-host. Yeah, I thought he was great. I mean, I, I, I'm a little worried about my job right now, Bill, because Kaiser came on and just, I, I listened to the show and I'm like, wow, uh, I guess I guess Bill doesn't need me. He's got the, the Kaiser, the Kaiser role. <laughs> what do you, you think? Know? I was going to run a rerun just because <laughs> you're gone? No, Tony, it's not going to work that way. And Bill's a sharp cookie. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's a smart guy. Right the there. truth. And that's I call him the doctor of Medicare. He's the doctor Kaiser around here, yeah. around the office. And uh, he knows a lot about Medicare and uh, contracted with a lot of different companies to make sure you can get the best possible plan that best fits you. That's awesome. and we talked, we've talked about this whole fiduciary responsibility that we have in our investment practice. Uh, sure. And it's simply, uh, it's simply looking out for one's best interest is all, right? It's something that we should do day in and day out um, in our own personal lives, with our families, with our friends, and, and with business. Absolutely, right? We practice that same fiduciary responsibility in, in all aspects of our business. So when it's coming, when it's finding the best plan for you on the, on the investment side, or insurance side, we're really, really looking out for you. So if you have any questions about your Medicare, you really need to get a second opinion. Now's the time. Please pick up the phone, call Bill Kaiser, 
402-557-6730. So again, you're running into a deadline. December 7th is your last day. Again, 402-557-6730. And if you're calling over the weekend, just leave Bill Kaiser a message and, uh, and he'll get right back to you. He's working usually all weekend long. So, wow. Yeah, this is this is the season uh, where he's really busy. Uh, I know that, uh, boy, those two shows were great. He poured over a lot of great information and gave us a lot of tips and uh, some pitfalls to avoid when it comes to Medicare and how important it is to understand it and work with somebody like that rather than thinking, oh, I'll just file for Medicare and it's just going to be fine or stick where I'm at. Uh, but you could be, you know, missing out on so many benefits or uh, you know, you can really uh, make your money go further if you look at it and use some of those strategies. Now, um, you know, speaking of financial strategies, Bill, I have to tell you, I didn't mention this at the top, but uh, one of the reasons I was out is uh, my daughter turned 16 and I had to take her to her driving test. Ooh, great. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's great in one sense. She passed her first try. So, <laughs> so that's not so great. She I watched her parallel park <laughs> in the parking lot there. She didn't hit one of the cones. So she Well, that's she, cool. Yeah, she was perfect. But uh now, uh the expense of a car and insurance. Oh my Ooh. goodness. Yeah. When you add a teenager to your policy, Bill, have you ever added a teenager to your insurance policy? Not yet. Yeah, you will. And uh you'll you'll feel it, my friend. So what? Give me a what, what's the what's it look like? Because I have no idea. Oh, it'll add uh, it'll add over a hundred dollars a month to your insurance, easy if not Jeez. more, if, if not more. So. Yeah, and then are you ever having two teen drivers at one time on a policy? I, I do right now. I do. <laughs> oh, so you really yeah. get hit, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just like uh, I usually just take one of my paychecks and just uh, I just sign it over to the auto insurance company and then the other check i get i i sign, sign over that to over me. to the mortgage oh, uh, oh, oh okay i thought you signed that one over to me which, oh, one, do you, bill. which one do i get then or is it the yeah. opposite way around <laughs> bill that's what i need to talk to you about you're gonna have to start pitching in buddy uh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding but yeah it's teenagers uh lots of fun they get more expensive as they get older i thought it would work the other way around but it doesn't well, and I'm sure every parent thinks, you know, and they, and they kind of get scared and, and about when a, when there's a teen driver. I even think right oh, sure. now when I hear sirens, you know, and the wife and kids are out on the road somewhere, yes. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know I'm what I mean? the it's, same way. I'm the same way. I worry about everybody out there. Anyone definitely. I know, friends, especially family. You know, when I'm driving home and I see, oh, up ahead, there's an accident. I'm thinking, would my wife, Sarah, was she on her way home from work? You know, I, you know, oh. I. I just yes. start to panic, you know? It Yeah, it's super scary stuff out there. People are crazy and they're distracted. They're looking at their phones. Oh. And did you know, I don't know if you have this or not, but uh, there's a setting on your phone where you can uh, you can basically be where you're, it's do not disturb. It goes on to do not disturb mode while you're driving. When, when yep. a vehicle is in motion yep. and somehow these smartphones know that. And yep. 
And I think that's pretty cool. And people kind of get annoyed because there's an automatic text that gets sent back saying, um, I am currently driving or something like that. Uh, you know, if this is an emergency, please text again, urgent. Otherwise I'll get back to you when I can. Um, and I, or I'll get back to you when, when I'm get, when I get to where I'm going, I think is what it says. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool to have. It took a little getting used to at first, you know, because there are no calls or texts that come in, which is a good thing when you're driving. I really don't right. need to be answering the phone. And even if nope. it's Bluetooth, you're still distracted. Yes, you Tony, we had our good friend Big John pass away from a distracted oh, driver. I guess yeah. I don't know 100% if it's a distracted driver, but the writing's on the wall, and I think they that's think pretty so. much that's think what they that's think, what so, happened. right? Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> think that's what happened. And yeah, we did. Big John was uh, just an amazing guy. Everybody loved him. And yeah, he was uh, riding his motorcycle with his wife uh, on the back, and they were just going down the road minding their business, and some guy came across from the other side of the freeway just wasn't paying. It just drove right into the oncoming lane and sideswiped him. Yeah. And just, uh, and Tanya lost her leg and, and yeah. big John passed and is looking over all of us. So, you know, all you distracted drivers over this holiday season, put those phones down and, yeah. and, uh, instead tune, tune into the radio, tune yeah. into uh, financially tuned here with us. Yeah. There you go. Look at that. Nice segue right we into like the that. show, right into financial advice. Yeah. Right into it. And it's a it's a wild market. I mean, look, we saw the bloodshed of October, I call it. Wild oh, markets wow. got killed in October. Yeah, they you did. know, and it was a global stock market event with all major indices deeply in the red in October. Uh Dow Jones, uh S P and the Nasdaq lost, you know, five almost five percent on the Dow, six eighty four on the on the S P and nine point one six percent on the Nasdaq. Yeah, October. that's crazy. Woo! baby two major international indices emerging markets uh we saw 8.71 we saw another international indice about eight percent down i mean wow you know crazy and that's you know if we think about this for a second we've been talking about this for quite a while we had a, a few shows ago where we talked about the elephant in the room um and that was you know we're seeing this bloodshed the elephant in the room was the risk that no one's talking about because what are we all and i and maybe not everybody but some people i think that we still have that emotional greed in us oh, yeah. and when markets Everybody are up we want to just keep going right yeah. yeah and we're scared about uh about fomo right? The fear of missing out. FOMO, yep. the fear of missing out. You know, what happens if I pull from the market and it goes way up? Or what happens if I pull from, uh, or if I stay in the market and it goes way down? We have all this, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? And, and how do we allocate our portfolios to where that doesn't, uh, that's not a big deal and we don't have to panic. We don't have to hit the panic button. And that's right. most important to think about making sure you don't hit that panic button. What, what did they call it at, uh, was it Staples that called it the easy button? Yeah. Easy. Easy. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I call it the panic button. Right. Yep. And, you know, so I, I don't want you to hit the panic button. There's no need for it. If you have a properly balanced portfolio, you're going to be OK. Right. You, the second you try guessing what the market is going to do the next day uh, is the same time you're going to be wrong. I, I hate to say it, but even Warren Buffett had a little clip in a paper, a little quote in a, in a newspaper article not too long ago in the World Herald. And he said something about the, the, the time I uh, sold or I bought low and sold high is the same time I got lucky or something around yeah. something along that. And, it, yeah. and you're coming, you're calling, this is one of the 
world's greatest investors that people say, right? One of the greatest investors are Oracle yep. of Omaha, who says that it's lucky buying low, selling high. But what he's good at is making sure that he's uh, he's paying attention and using common sense and he's value oriented within his portfolio. And he buys uh, staples in the economy, at all, but also diverse. I mean, if you look at his portfolio, Tony, we're talking about a financial industry portfolio. But I mean, we have railroads in that financial industry portfolio, right. right? We have candy in it. We have jewelry. I mean, the list goes on insurance companies and we could keep going and going and going, but it's, it's value. And that's what we've talked about for so long here on the show is if we can be invested in a value style portfolio, a portfolio that has, um, that, that is defensive, right? When it needs to be, uh, companies that have been around for a long time, like Johnson and Johnson have paid dividends for a long time, who've grown dividend payments in recessionary years, who've done a good job, um, as a business, have good balance sheets, good earnings. We look at all of those fundamentals and say, Hey, if we're in that type of a portfolio for your risk money, the money that we know can go up and down, right? We're still in a defensive portfolio, a defensive position. So we don't have to be all growth oriented there. Let's be value. Let's be growth and income, especially if you're approaching or in retirement. Very important to lighten up on that risk. On a regular basis, Tony, I see portfolios that come in and we do an analysis on every single portfolio that walks in and request an analysis. We take a look at this and it's a complimentary service. And I'm constantly seeing, uh, you know, a 65, 66 year old couple. I just did one earlier this week and, and overlap was off the charts. And I'll talk about that in a second. But, but what I saw was your portfolio is aggressive. It's commentary by more, my morning star, an asset mix such as yours normally generates high long-term returns, but can be very volatile. Okay. This is for portfolios. And then it goes on to say, um, and you are comfortable with a high level of risk. You need high returns and are comfortable with high risk, right? That's the way the world works, right? High, high risk can, 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 C-A-N, right? Can yield high returns. High mm-hmm. risk can yield high returns. Sure. Not always going to happen. No. And a lot of times it's for a time horizon that's on the longer end, like maybe myself, a little bit younger. I have a longer time to let that money sit. If there's a dip, I don't have to panic. I can ride it out. Whereas someone that's getting into retirement, it's a different story. How about another section on here where uh, this portfolio talks about uh, the stock uh, style, the diversification. Here's a great one right here, Tony. You'll love it. Your portfolio doesn't have a clearly discernible style and isn't well diversified among the main areas of the style box. So you're telling me there's no direction in your portfolio. So first you told me the portfolio is aggressive and now you're telling me that there's no style. There's no direction. Come on. Yeah. What's the deal? What's going on with this? What is this? A grab bag? Somebody put their hand in a, in a, in a bag of mutual funds and threw it to the wall and see what sticks. Isn't that, that, isn't that a common thing though that you see? That guy's initials are TS, Tony Shore. So we're going to give him the TSAX. We're going to give him the TSIX. We're going to give him the TSFX. Tony, have a great day. Thanks for coming in. That's not how you do business, though. It's not. And I hope no one else does it. And, and, you know, but it's uh, it sometimes looks like it. And why are these people that are in their mid 60s with a half a million dollars left to their name who are retiring that need to be in preservation mode? They need to be in preservation 
and distribution and respectable return mode, right? We want good returns, but we don't want to take a whole lot of risk for that return. Um, we need some guarantees and we need lifetime income. We need certain things that are important in retirement, whereas the growth side of it is important, but it's certainly not the most important anymore, is it? No. And most people agree that come into the office here, Tony, they say, hey, I'm just not comfortable with the market. I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican. They say, well, Republicans right. are good with it and Democrats think it's going to crash." Oh, yeah, right. Get real. Everybody that comes into this office says, you know what? The bull market's been going on for a long time. And at some point, we got to see some type of uh, major correction, not the October correction that we just saw, but something that puts us into a bear market. Bulls and bears come, right? That's all right. there is to it. We've been in a bull market for a long time. I'm not saying that's not going to continue for a little bit, but do we have a crystal ball? The answer is no. No. And what happened to the market after the midterms last week? Now we're seeing, I mean, we saw this week, we saw a 500 point day up yeah. on what, uh, Wednesday? Yeah. The day you after know, the election. Yeah. We're looking for solid, solid we, we, there are solid earnings, right? There's a corporate growth earnings that are fantastic. We saw all kinds of things, all kinds of great indicators, but the bottom line is we're in a 10-year bull market almost, right? And there's an average bull market, they say about four and a half years. So we've far surpassed that. Does the boxer get knocked out by the punch he's expecting? No. No. It gets knocked out by the punch he's not expecting each and every time. Yeah, because if we were expecting it, what do you do, Tony? When you're expecting it, you block it. You prepare. You block it. Yeah. You prepare. You dance. You do whatever you got to do, right? Yeah. But if you're not expecting it, and that's usually the case, when you're not expecting it, that's when it hurts the worst. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then it wakes you up. <laughs> then you're like, whoa, what just happened? Hey, you mentioned something uh, about a term and you said, we'll get to that. And it's something like uh, uh, not overstock, but duplicated stocks. Oh, or good. Good. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, stock intersection. There you go. Stock um, intersection. What did you I wanted to stop you right then, but you were on a roll. What did you mean by stock intersection? Excellent. Thanks for reminding me there. Stock intersection is where one stock in your portfolio, let's call it Amazon, is owned by several of the mutual funds that you own in that portfolio. Okay. Ah, so I we have the stock going. Amazon, who's a single stock, right? right. And um, I have in one portfolio that I've analyzed, a T. Rowe Price, large cap owns it. Uh, American Funds Fundamental owns it. Vanguard Growth ETF owns it. American Funds Growth Fund of America owns it. American Funds AM Cap owns it. Schwab U.S. Large Cap owns it. Buffalo Discovery owns it. Whoa. Katie, bar the door. What's going on here? Why are there so many funds that own that one stock in your portfolio? It's called overlap. Uh, when you have a whole bunch of overlap, it leads to not an a unbalanced clear, portfolio, right? Unbalanced, not yeah. a clear discernible style. No yep. direction in the portfolio. We can't quite balance it the way we want to because of all that overlap. And then you go through 44 pages of that in this one portfolio. Oh, wow. Okay. This isn't a one-off, Tony. I see this all the time. Why are we doing this? If we're going to own stocks in the market, why are we overlapping like that? Again, it's like that grab bag I was talking about. 
You know, so instead of that grab bag approach, let's think of a different way. How about we um, how about we create a portfolio and let's call it our gradient 50, which is a blue chip portfolio, US, okay? All dividend payer companies. We have 50 companies in one portfolio. There is not an ETF or a mutual fund in that portfolio. There are 50 individual dividend paying United States blue chip stocks in that portfolio. Wow. Okay, no overlap. That's good. We can achieve greatness without the grab bag. I don't think the grab bag will ever achieve greatness. Well, no, the grab bag approach doesn't allow for um, proper balance, and it's not well managed, right? You you like my grab bag approach, don't you? Well, Uh, I like the the analogy, yes. Yeah, the the, the terminology. We'll make up some new terms every now and then, and that's my newest uh, grab bag term here. Some of you may have heard it before, but we need to get people on on a, a different a different road, right? And at, at some point in your investing life, you, you come to a fork in the road and you have to decide, do you continue on the same path that you've been on, right? And without the discernible style, without a direction and with the same thing being told to you over and over and over again and panicking every single time the market goes up and down, right? Or do you take that other road and you take the road of direction, a, a road with a planner of one that can really know your situation and plan for events that come up in your situation. Make sure you're balanced between risk and safety. And when we're in the risk, we're not overlapping. And again, we have that style. We have a clear style. And when we're in the in the green side, we're in the safe money side. We have solid growth potential. We have guarantees. So we don't, we're not losing money, right? And we also have guarantees of income, knowing that if something happens and I need another income stream, that it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed for my lifetime. If we can balance both of those, and we're going to call it your green and your red money, if we can balance both of those, you're in such a better situation. Yeah. And I think it's great, Bill, that people don't have to do this alone, that uh, they don't have to try to manage their investments and worry about the stock market and figure out, uh, do I have enough income for retirement? Because they can go in, get some personalized reports, get a plan and get on the right path. And that allows them, that's the SWAN plan, the S-W-A-N, sleep well at night plan. I love that plan. Amen, absolutely, the SWAN effect. Um, Also, our next uh, upcoming event for a workshop at one of our dinner workshops is at Cashio's down on uh, 10th Street. Uh, Join us at Cashio's Steakhouse. Uh, Alfie Cashio and family Mm. uh, run that place, been running it for many generations. It's a fantastic place, and I guarantee you'll have a good time with me. It is complimentary for you to attend. They do start right promptly at 6 o'clock, and you'll enjoy a great steak dinner or whatever uh, best fits you there. So yeah. again, the November 15th is our next time, 6 p.m. Cashios. Give us a call at the office for that. Then we roll into Jericho Steakhouse December 4th and December 6th. We'd love to see you there as well. Um, again, complimentary. Again, start time at six o'clock. And you do have to reserve a seat though. Even though there's no cost, no obligation, you're going to learn a lot. So it's a win-win and uh, you get to hang out with Bill, which is always fun. But you do have to reserve a spot. Those are going to fill up fast. Cashios, wow. Uh, yep. I, my mouth is watering right now just thinking about the food there. Cashios, um, Jericho's, oh, absolutely yeah. come join us. Fantastic. Well, hey, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, Bill. What's that phone number one more time that our listeners can get a hold of you at? 
Sure, 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. Or visit us on the web at paradvisor.com, P-A-R-advisor.com. All right, and listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Bill Olney. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.